0: Life gets busy, life gets hectic. It's good most days, just busy, doing this, doing that, and yet it's so easy to become so focused on the here and now that we get to the end of the day and wonder to ourselves, how come God didn't show up today? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take another look at your relationship with God from a different perspective for most people these days life well it's pretty hectic family work mobile phones email taking the kids here and there somehow we seem to be working longer and playing less and for the most part life's fun it's great it's vibrant there are possibilities and there are opportunities and well some days there are tensions and stresses that's the downside i guess but somewhere in the middle of all that it's like well where's god today i wonder if he's going to show up But it's only a fleeting thought because we're so busy. Our minds are focused on the stuff that we're involved in. Then you get to the end of the day and you feel drained and you wonder, why didn't God show up today? What's the matter with me? Isn't he interested? What do I have to do to get close to God? Now that is a very good question. And it's exactly the question that we'll be exploring today from a different perspective. What do I have to do to get close to God? We've been looking at that over these last few days. On Monday, we saw how the first part of God's promise to be close to us is like a marriage vow. God said, those of you who were once far off are brought near by the blood of Christ. In other words, when we believe, when we believe that Jesus Christ died for us on the cross, not just kind of a distant head belief, but when we believe with our hearts, with our lives, that this Jesus, the Son of God, died for us, we are brought close through the faith in Christ promise of God and the second one we looked at yesterday if we love him and obey him he and the father will come and make their home in us with us amazing promise it's like a marriage you know you, you propose and you then have the vows and then Husband and wife come together and set up a home together. And this is the same pattern that God's following here. They are foundational promises that we can stand in and walk in and live our lives in. They're not for some distant belief. They're not for some heady knowledge, something that we put on the shelf and forget about. Ah, oh, yeah, I've got an insurance policy somewhere in the top drawer. I believe in God. When I die, I'll be cool. no. God wants to make his home with us. God has made his home in anyone who believes that Jesus Christ died and rose again for them. Even when we're out there, especially when we're out there in the cut and thrust of life. Let me ask you something. You're a mother. You're changing pooey nappies. Bubby's got nappy rash and teething and you haven't had sleep. What happened to being able to go to work? What happened to adult conversation? My world's falling apart. Let me ask you. Is God in that place? Is God in that place with that mother who's going through the whole dirty, nappy, sleepless night thing? Or maybe you're at work and you go to a tough meeting. The politics are running rife and you're under threat and you're so tense you could cut the air with a knife. You're tired, you're threatened, you're at risk. Let me ask you something. Is God in that place with you? Come on, is God in that place or whatever your place is today and tomorrow and the next day, if you believe in Jesus, is God in that place with you? Do you believe it or don't you? See, that's what I mean about living our lives in those promises. It's not good enough just to believe them from a distance. God wants us to believe them in our lives. God wants us to believe that he has promised to be with us and make his home with us, if we believe in Jesus, he wants us to believe that right in every circumstance that we walk through in life. Good, bad, beautiful, ugly, Jesus is there. Now, in my life, I'm basically involved in full-time ministry, doing what I'm doing now. But I also still do a bit of secular IT consulting work. That's the background that I've come from. And it's a great contributor to our ministry. Now, some of the organisations that I walk into to do that little bit of consulting work, they're tough organisations. The pressure is on. I can be sitting in a meeting in some flash big boardroom looking out over the harbour and the city with a view and, and you press the button and they bring in the coffee and there are $2 million paintings hanging on the wall and you're dealing with tough, complex corporate issues with these client organisations. And if you ask me, Bernie, does your wife still love you while you're in there? The answer is, well, duh, of course she does. I mean, I may only be able to give her a fleeting thought in the middle of that cut and thrust, but, you know, in a split second, I can just picture her and think of her, and the knowledge of her love for me just warms me. You know, I can be cold and lonely, and I just get that sense, ah, you know, I'm going home to Jackie. It's a joy and a delight. And maybe during a break, well, I'll give her a quick call on the mobile maybe send her an SMS, just hear her voice and connect with her and have a quick chat, might be only 30 seconds. But in the cut and thrust of life, I can do that. I can connect with her, even though she doesn't sit in that boardroom with me having the meeting. So even if I can't call her, even if I haven't got time to think for five minutes about her, I can remember her love in a split second, and it's fantastic. We can be close when we're apart. It makes sense. You know what I'm talking about. Well, it's exactly the same with God, only God goes one step further. Jackie can't be with me in that meeting, but God is. Sometimes if you're a mum changing a dirty nappy and your husband's off at work, he can't be there in the middle of the day when you're dealing with that stuff. But God can and God is. God's there, he's sitting with me in that meeting And God is one big step closer than Jackie can ever be when I'm not physically with her. He's in that room. And when I sit in that room and it's tough and my mind's working at a million miles an hour and and I'm trying to help my clients and and maybe the politics is difficult, in a split second, in a quick, fleeting moment, I can turn my spirit towards Christ and just know that He is my Saviour. And can I tell you that is the most incredible joy and peace that I can't find words for. His Holy Spirit just floods over me and fills me. You know, when this first started happening, I smiled. And people would say, what are you smiling at? So I had to teach myself not to smile when I have those moments. Because it's such an awesome experience. God is in that place. And because... I am walking in his promises because I can recall that, because his spirit is in me, ah, it's awesome. And now I don't need a mobile phone to talk to God. I can have a quick prayer in an instant with God anywhere that I am. I can just say, ah, thank you, Lord, that was awesome. Or sometimes I'm in a meeting and I go, help, God, that's all I think. And God is in that place. Or maybe, Lord, I just don't know what to say. What should I say? And in a split second, God is in there with me whatever your situation is nappies or business meetings whatever god is in that place with you it's a promise it's an unbreakable promise he will never leave you or forsake you if you are someone who has placed their faith in his son jesus christ and when we start walking in those promises wow what a radical transformation in life something that became Distant head knowledge becomes real because we stand in the middle of what we stand in, we sit in the middle of what we sit in, we walk in the middle of what we walk in, and we know that Jesus Christ is with us. And there's a peace and a joy and a comfort and a help that words simply cannot describe. Life can be hard work sometimes. And as that daily grind just kind of grinds away at us, it's easy to forget that Jesus died and rose again to give us victory. That's why every now and then, just as the Spirit leads, perhaps when you least expect it even, I'd love to send you a short text message of encouragement straight to your phone. That's what Victory SMS is all about. Roughly every other week, I ask the Lord, what word of encouragement could I give today? So if you'd like the occasional word of encouragement, head across to victorysms.org and when you do subscribe, you'll immediately receive a free copy of my ebook Power Unlimited. Thousands already have, and the most common response, Hey, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. How did you know that? Thank you so much. It's simply amazing how powerfully the Spirit of God can move through just a short text message. And I'd love to encourage you, too, to live your life